The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the boys will officially kick off the 2014 Hogwatch. They'll be joined by Dr. Jack Meyer from the Savannah River National Laboratory, Billy Higginbotham, who is a professor in extension wildlife and fisheries specialist for Texas A&M University, extreme wild hog huntress Sarah Flanagan, and finally, Mrs. Bunny. They'll cover several hunting methods, including trapping, archery, spear, and even by knife. They'll explore the intelligence of wild hogs, the diseases they carry, how they make great table fare, and the annual damage they cause to the U.S., and it's presented to to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Jim and Trav. hey I like bacon. It's the 2014 Hogwatch. Revisited. Oh, that was too good. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny. I am so impressed. Thank you. That was amazing. You ought to, you ought to pet in that call. <laughs> I know, so right? I'm thinking if we can get High Mountain Seasonings uh-huh. to team up with Kingsford. Kingsford? We're going to get rid of all hogs. <laughs> That's, I mean, seriously, you eat them. Eat them. I'm going to eat my way across 36 states. <laughs> That's where they have... Uh, I think I already have. <laughs> Anyways. All right, so we are talking about hogs on today's show. Uh, here in a little bit, we're going to be joined by Dr. Jack Mayer. He's with the Savannah River National Laboratory. Also, Billy Higginbotham. He's a Regents Fellow, a professor and extension wildlife and fisheries specialist there with Texas A&M University. Actually, we'll find his title out, is bigger than he is. We'll find out what Regents Fellow means. Also, Sarah Flanagan, uh, she's a lady hunter. She was in Outdoor Life. Uh, she likes to stab pigs, and uh, we'll be with uh, Mrs. Bunny as well. What type of qualification do you have to have? I'm a pig stabber. I got a big knife. <laughs> I like to stab things. All right, so um, let's first let's jump into uh, what is happening in New Mexico. Um, they have allotted what. A million dollars. A million bucks? Is yeah. that right? Uh, they, they've actually, New Mexico has partnered with the U.S. Department of Agriculture on this a $1 million project to hunt, trap, and kill uh, wild hogs. Yeah, they're going to spend, or they are spending, they're in the process of, it, of spending a million dollars to go into training and equipping state and federal employees to hunt feral hogs. And um, the massive hog task force then will be bolstered by um, helicopters and also um, the use of sportsmen, just regular um hunting of the hogs to try to eradicate the population in New Mexico. Now, is that uh, just in the southern part of the state? Because, you know, you get to that northern part, a lot of mountains and stuff, and I wouldn't think that the hogs would thrive up in Well, actually, they have. They have found, I mean, they have infiltrated deserts, um, swamps, also mountainous areas. I mean, they're kind of really? taking over everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're really having a problem now. And so I think what they're going to do is focus in on one area and see yeah. if this works and then spread it throughout the whole state. And if that works, then they're going to try to employ these um, tactics all across uh, the United States. Now, you had mentioned it's going to be trapping and shooting and uh, they're going to run them over by, if they can. <laughs> yeah. By almost any means necessary, this pilot program, it's a one-year pilot program, is aimed at eradicating the pigs um, pretty much by whatever means possible um, and to keep them from gaining a foothold where they haven't um, already gained one. So they'll use, um, obviously, hunting, um, sharpshooting, but also um, 
uh, trapping and then the Judas pig concept, you know, yeah. they go into a trap and there's a whole bunch of them in there. They kill all except for one, usually a sow, a good sized sow. Put a radio collar on Put her. Put a radio collar on it and then they tag her ear. They, with, she could listen to us on the radio then. Yeah. They tag her ear with a bright yellow um, tag and they send her out and then they track her and then they use that GPS um, pinpoint to find other groups of hogs. That way they can um, zero in and eradicate the rest of those that she uh, basically led them to. They're very intelligent animals and extremely smart and especially in failed hunting methods and trapping, they have learned from that. Well, look at Arnold the pig. Uh-huh. I don't know who that is. Uh, Green I don't, Acres. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen Green Acres. <laughs> You're too young. <laughs> You're full of good jokes today. I know. Man. <laughs> I'm just right on. <laughs> He's scoring every single time. Um, but no, they are very intelligent animals, as I was Isn't saying. It Leonard Ziffel, wasn't that his name that, that had uh, Arnold the pig? On uh, Green Acres. I have no idea. Why didn't you just stop? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I I, wouldn't that be so cool uh, to be on that task force? It kind of reminds me of, like, is it the Expendables with uh, um, uh, Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> yeah, they're like this rogue team of agents. We're out. What do you do? <laughs> I kill pigs for the government. <laughs> I mean, that is, wouldn't that be cool? I, I think that would be like an awesome job to have. But obviously, I, I mean, think they should put a bounty on them. Well, well, I think in some places they kind of do. Well, you know? in, in well essence, I was thinking this New Mexico thing. Oh, yeah. oh. In essence, like in Texas, you know, you can take them and then you can turn, turn them into in. the state and then you can you can get money for them, you know, to basically uh, recoup the cost that you've um, incurred and damage and trap damage and everything else. But hey, didn't we have somebody on a while back talking about that? Yeah, I believe so. All right, so let's Sounds talk like about date night. Let's <laughs> talk about New York right now. They've banned everything. I, I, They're stupid. I really ticked me off about the 16-ounce drinks. Haven't you ever heard of 40 ounces to freedom? <laughs> <laughs> I live Sounds by like that. a movie with <laughs> Kevin Costner. Uh, so, no, New York is considering banning uh, wild boar hunts. Um, There's some good news. You know, basically they're saying that, you know, once again, the failed methods of hunters is making these animals smarter. And it's, it's, um, they said, quote, hunting them hinders the efforts of the Department of Environmental Conservation and the United States Department of Agriculture to capture the species. Now, is that the same state that had Bloomberg as the uh, mayor? Yes. Of uh, New York City? Yes. Banning guns? Yes. Did yeah. he hinder us from actually going out hunting because <laughs> of the guns that he banned? I don't know. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? Deep. <laughs> I think it was too deep. <laughs> well, so well, if, if this is passed, um, legislation will make it illegal to hunt or trap animals. The only way which you could do so would be to um, do it on preserves, which will be legal until 2015. Well, they're wanting, and that's it's what they're, year. they're wanting to get rid of that, though. Uh, they don't yeah. want you to be able to do this no, anymore. No, exactly. Yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. I mean. Well, you know, my problem is that in Texas, they said there was a stat that said if left uncontrolled, in five years, the population could double. And so you think about it in Texas. I mean, with or in New York, with just the help of the government, that's the only people doing this. And no, nobody else is out there helping with the efforts. That population could easily increase very quickly. I equate this rapidly. to our immigration problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the left well, untouched. You know, the thing is, <laughs> hogs are illegal immigrants. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, if the hogs would apply for the license and come here the right way, no one would care. <laughs> but they're not doing it, you know? Never mind the fact that they root and 
damage crops. And- but so does Jimbo. I do. You ever <laughs> seen him in a farmer's field? I am out there digging things up. It's wallowing. disgraceful. You know, no, I love wallowing. <laughs> he wallows in his own filth. Um, <laughs> I think I'm talking about myself there. Um, hog hunting is so much fun, though. You know, and I really think that everybody should um, just get out and do some hog hunting. Doesn't cost much money. No, you can use everything that you have right now. I mean, the camo, the boots, the guns, the uh, I don't think ammunition. there's any illegal way to take them. I think any way you want, if you want to wrestle them and choke them out, you can do it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Neck, according to... Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. But anyways, I, we're coming up on an ad break. Uh, once again, after the break, we're going to be joined by uh, Dr. Jack Mayer, and he is with the Savannah River National uh, Laboratory. Uh, going to be talking about hogs again. Uh, this is the 2014 Hog Watch today on The Revolution. Uh, being joined by Mrs. Bunny. You're going to be coming up uh, later, too, right? hey yo. Alright, so stick around. Uh, we want to say a special thank you to Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mount Seasonings, H-I-A. MTNJerky.com, also Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter, at Cabela's.com. How about Outdoor Channel? You can hop on there and listen to our archives. Also, watch Adventures of Dad Me, OutdoorChannel.com, forward slash revolution. But make sure you fan us on Facebook. Yes, at uh, Facebook at uh, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> yes, go to Facebook at Facebook. That's where you'll find us. It's Adventures of Dad and Me. I, I, I stutter a lot. I'm glad I uh, asked you to help me out well, there. there you go. All right, here's a quick word from Mark. Listen, he's a smart guy. We'll return in just a minute with Dr. Jack Mayer. Ram trucks on wild hogs. Damage control. The most sensitive environmental areas wild hogs damage are wetland areas, and they can alter the vegetative community. They compete with native wildlife for hard mast, such as acorns from oak trees, and their rooting can accelerate leaf litter decomposition, causing the loss of nutrients, which can impact seedling survival of trees. Research suggests that the wild hogs may actually root up seedlings of various tree species and chew the root system to obtain nutrients. So be sure to check out and watch the latest webisode of Adventures of Dad and Me by going to facebook.com forward slash Adventures of Dad and Me. Plus, you'll see Traft twerking. For 20 years, Outdoor Channel brings you television you don't just watch, but brings you closer with information you can use. With expert talent you can't find anywhere else. Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, and more. And now we've got more of what you love with new original series that go outside to get to the heart of what is inside. Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Hi, folks. This is Fred Dreyer for Regenix. Like so many people today, I was losing my hair. I was literally watching it fall out, jumping right off the top of my head. So I said, that's it. Enough. I called Regenix. I still remember that first day I walked through those doors. It was magical. It changed my life. When they introduced me to their patented hair analysis program, I immediately saw why I was losing my hair. Through their microscopic examination, I saw gray, sickly scalp. I had no circulation. The hair follicles themselves were caked and clogged with a dirty, oily sludge. I was so relieved. Finally, there was hope. So now, after six years on the Regenix program, my scalp is pink and clean and my hair is growing back. It makes so much sense. Don't wait. 
Call Regenix right now. Pick up the phone and put an end to your worries. Start by calling 1-800-REGENIX. That's 1-800-R-E-G-E-N-I-X or go to Regenix.com. Do you recognize this? This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Are there any questions before we begin? Here are the boys. Hey, if you're just joining us, you missed old Miss Bunny talking about that million-dollar hunt in New Mexico. Also, how New York is considering banning wild boar hunting. Uh, you know, New York is doing a lot of smart things these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can tell by the uh, people in New York. Yes, this is the 2014 <laughs> Hogwatch. Right now, we are being joined by a Dr. Jack Mayer. Dr. Jack, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's going great. Yeah, now, you're with the Savannah River National Laboratory. You're kind of like a uh, wild uh, hog guru uh, rock star. Weren't you just like a couple months ago on the Today Show? I was, I was. How was that? One of those things. I started working on uh, wild (laughs) pigs uh, a long time ago, and nobody else cared. And (laughs) if you keep something long enough, you know, you kind of become the expert. Did anyone from the show want to go hog hunting with you? Uh, no. <laughs> just, like, just they, were all, they, were all, they were all sitting there going, pigs? Really? Pigs? <laughs> this guy is on our show to talk about pigs. <laughs> I had bacon for breakfast. All right, so, you know, there's a lot of reports that they're in more states than they actually are. They're, they're, they're currently in 36 states, as you mentioned, uh, uh, during the break. Now, the, the thing is, when you're out there hunting, you've got a lot of things to think about once you get that animal on the ground, don't you? Well, especially if it's big and you're way back in the woods. Uh, these things don't drag very easily. So. <laughs> if you're hunting down south in the swamps like I do, they, they seem to, even though they're dead, they reach out and grab every cypress knee you try to go by. So, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, the long haul out is a lot more rough. Uh, difficult with a pig than it is with a deer. Yeah. Now, you do a lot of research on these, and I mean, not only do you research them, you also uh, like to hunt them, which gives you kind of a, a, a different view on the whole sport. Do you really think it's such a problem? I mean, I mean, I know they're causing, you know, millions and millions of dollars of damage, but do you really think that this is something that we can eventually curtail? Um, I, how do you feel about the whole process? Well, given the the toolbox, the control techniques we have right now, uh, no, I think we were probably going to be able to to keep it steady or stable. I hope, uh, but as far as eradicating these things with what we've got right now, no. Now, there's a couple of possible uh, future techniques out there that that may help. Uh, one is a pig specific toxin. There are several groups working on that right now. Really, uh, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. has never been enamored with, with poisoning animals, mm-hmm. whether they're bad or not. Yeah. So I don't know whether that's really going to work. The other one is a uh, a pig-specific contraceptive, going to shut them down reproductively. <laughs> Several labs are working on that. Uh, nobody's cracked that nut yet. Yeah. Now we'll, we'll have to see what happens with that. What disease do they do? They carry any disease that's harmful to other animals, or does it kind of just or humans or uh, humans? Yeah. Or does it mainly stay amongst them? Well, they carry more than 30 bacterial and viral pathogens, and several of those, like brucellosis, they are zoonotic pathogens. People can get them, and we've had documentation of several hunters now that have come down with brucellosis, and, um, you know, brucellosis is, is, you know, unlike love, it's forever. Uh, We don't have a good (laughs) cure for, uh, we don't have a good cure for brucellosis, and it starts out with, Severe flu symptoms, and you know, you recover from that, and you go, Oh, good, I got over that. And then, about four weeks later, it comes back a little bit worse, and and then you recover from that, and it's just add on infinitum. They've uh, they've had some success in knocking it out with a cocktail of antibiotics, it is a bacteria, uh-huh. um, but no, no guaranteed cure. Yeah, it's- it won't kill you. 
that it'll get so debilitating that you're you're basically non-functional. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it's kind of like a yeah, Lyme, it's a Lyme, nasty one. Yeah, Lyme disease on steroids. Yeah. Now, what about these people that go there? Like, we're going to have Sarah Flanagan on here in a little bit. She kills uh, them with a knife. You know, a lot of people who go out there killing them with knives, and they're all covered in blood, and you see the photos and stuff like that. I know I mean, it's really not for me. I, <laughs> I prefer shooting them with a gun. At about um, 100 yards. Um, But I mean, is that so kind of... You, you should try that with dogs and a knife. It, uh, <laughs> it'll wake you right up. I don't think... But isn't that more dangerous? Doesn't that make you more susceptible to getting this uh, Bruce well, Lee disease? If it's done right, uh, you know, pigs don't bend very well. And if you <laughs> grab them by the back legs and throw them and then get down there, you can and grab them by one of the front legs to keep them down. It is doable. And if you get blood on you, well, you got to watch that off. Yeah. yeah. Now, I was I was reading somewhere, and, and I may not pronounce this right, what the heck is uh, tularemia? Tularemia, rabbit fever. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, it's Pigs can also get tularemia, and that's another zoonotic pathogen, and that's something that's starting to, we're starting to see that pop up in wild pig populations. And again, you go in there and shoot a pig that's positive with tularemia, that's something you can contract. Yeah. Now, why can't they carry something helpful like buck fever? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wish they would. You know, more people would get catch on to the sport of hog hunting. I think it'd be a good thing. All right. When, once you get by the uh, once you get by the uh, killing of the animal and you and you've uh, butchered it. Now, can these different uh, pathogens that they have can they be eradicated or or uh, neutralized by cooking, by cooking it? Or do you have to have the meat tested? No, no. It's just, if you cook it thoroughly, make sure that it's been cooked uh, long enough and, and thoroughly enough. Uh, you should be good to go. None of these are going to survive the cooking process if it's done right. You start eating uh, undercooked barbecue or, or something like that. Yeah, you could be running that risk. Yeah. Do you prefer hunting them or trapping? Have you have you done both? Preferred to do for what reason? <laughs> <laughs> for the sport of it. <laughs> My enjoyment? Hunting? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, are, are you a knife guy or are no, you a, a, day, a, day, a day in the woods is better than a day in the office. You know, <laughs> a bad day in the woods is, is better than a great day in the office. So. I, I bet the people on the Today Show just loved you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we got to get this guy back on. <laughs> they're, they're still back there going, pigs? Really? Pigs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, we're actually coming up with an ad break to find out more about you, Dr. Jack, and the work you're doing. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely tremendous, buddy. Where can we find you online? Uh, well, probably the best place to go with, with what I've written is uh, the uh, USDA's e-extension uh, feral hog community of practice. A lot of the articles there are ones I've written, and there's a little bio there, too, if you want to go through that. You bet. Hey, we've been... E-extension and feral hogs. Just Google Dr. Jack Mayer. Yeah. A bunch of stuff comes up. Or that. (laughs) That's kind of simple. Hey, that was Dr. Jack Mayer, and he's with the Savannah River National Laboratory. That's right. Coming up after the break, we're going to have Billy Higginbotham on. He's a Regents Fellow, Professor, and Extension Wildlife and Fisheries Specialist uh, there at Texas A&M University. Well, this is the 2014 Hogwatch. Yes, he is. Good old Texas boy. Uh, so stick around, but we want to say a special thank you, though, to Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mountain Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N Jerky.com, plus Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter, at Cabela's.com. Your Mr. Hog Headquarters. Mr. Do- Dr. Jack Mayer, thank you so much, buddy. We appreciate you. Oh, my pleasure. I enjoyed it. Ram Trucks on Wild Hogs. 
Jaws of Steel. Wild hogs have extremely strong jaws to crack open hard-shelled nuts, such as hickory nuts and pecans. And as they predate upon or scavenge animal carcasses, they can easily break bones and often consume the entire carcass, often leaving little, if any, sign behind. So the 2014 Hogwatch will continue in a moment. And remember to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash adventures of dad and me. Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, Jim Shockey. The biggest names come together on hunting's biggest night. Are you kidding me? Wild Game Innovations Sunday night on the hunt. Whitetails. Turkeys. And big game chase from the farthest reaches of the globe. Wild Game Innovation Sunday Night on the Hunt. Brought to you in part by Wild Game's digital trail cameras. Sunday starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. Enjoy Hunter's Blend Seasoning. Packaged in camo and Hunter Orange by High Mountain Seasoning. For birds, deer, or other wild game. Find it in stores or go to www.himtnjerky.com. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle combines features of the Ruger American Rifle and innovations of the 1022 Rimfire Rifle to appeal to all bolt action enthusiasts. It features a modular stock system that provides comb height options for scope or iron sight use. A power bedding integral bedding block system for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger. And a 1022 style rotary magazine for reliable feeding. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle. Another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls, a book for hunters. www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're talking freaks in nature. Here are the boys. Hey, if you're just joining us, you missed old Jack, Dr. Jack Mayer. This guy knows a heck of a lot about hogs, but our next guest actually taught him. Yes, this is the 2014 <laughs> Hogwatch. Right now, we're being joined by uh, Billy Higginbotham, and he's a Regents Fellow, Professor and Extension Wildlife and Fisheries Specialist there at the Texas A&M University. Mr. Billy, uh, how's it going, bud? Uh, it's great. How are y'all doing? Hey, we're not doing too bad. you got to tell us what a Regent Fellow is. What, what is that well, exactly? That's, that's something when they're trying to get you kicked out the door, I think. <laughs> they give you that hoping you'll go away. <laughs> now, question for you. You know, there's a lot of hype about hogs and everything, and there's a lot of uh, uh, rumors going around about them. And we now, heard... We heard what exactly their sense of smell. I've heard that people say that they could smell something five feet under the ground. They could smell something two miles away. Um, is any of that true? Well, here's the deal for, for your hunters that are listening. Uh-huh. You can beat a pig's hearing. You can beat a pig's eyesight. Yeah. There is no way you can beat a pig's sense of smell. Really? You come in from downwind or crosswind, always. If you come in from upwind, I guarantee you, you're busted before you get there. You bet. Really? Now, now uh, we know that the hogs are prolific, and there's, what, a couple of million there in Texas. Now, uh, dispel this rumor. They're actually born pregnant. Well, yes, I've said that several times, and so have several other folks, that they're not born pregnant, but there is no large mammal on the face of this earth that is more prolific in, than, the, than the wild pig, and, and that has really led to a lot of our problems 
uh, babies can become mothers before their first birthday. Really? And, uh, you know, a friend of mine, David Whitehouse, uh, with International Paper was always fond of saying the average litter size may be four to six, but all eight of them survive. <laughs> <laughs> but this, in, this incredible ability, uh, they average about one and a half litters a year and the average litter size is about five to six, somewhere in that neighborhood. And, you know, this business of they have three litters a year and 10 pigs per litter, can mm-hmm. that happen from a physiological standpoint? Yes. But is that really what happens in, in most cases? No. Now, you'll see sows out there with 10 or 12 pigs. It is possible, wow. particularly with these sows that have a lot of domestic blood, mm-hmm. for them to have these larger litter sizes because these domestic lines were bred that way for Hundreds and hundreds of years to produce babies. Holy yeah. cow! Now, speaking of that, uh, when you're when you're harvesting one, you know we've heard people, you know, take and use uh, shotguns, rifles, bows and arrows, even knives. Do they wound easy, or are they pretty uh, tough? You know, it's an incredible animal, and as you know, in hunting, shot placement is everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, people discuss different calibers, and if I were going hog hunting, I would suggest, you know, 25 caliber, 270 up to 30, the 30 calibers, mm-hmm. and they'll do fine. Now, can you bring one down with a 223 with a well-placed shot? Absolutely, you can. I've even uh, read and, and seen video of them being taken with this new breed of air rifle, but shot placement is critical you know a a behind the shoulder shot a heart lung shot or imagine if a pig actually had a neck Mm -hmm. that's where you would shoot it in the neck and that's where i try to shoot because i've shot a number close range heart lung shot and they never even flinch now they go some distance and you find them you know Mm -hmm. a a short distance but they never even flinch from the shot so they are tough animals but they are susceptible to well-placed shots regardless of the caliber now they are omnivorous i mean they'll they'll eat absolutely anything they'll eat you yeah they'll eat you They'll, they'll eat carcasses they'll eat vegetables um they will forage on absolutely everything won't they that's exactly right. 85 to 90 percent of their diets made up vegetative matter and then really? the rest is animal matter and uh, they scavenge. And this is exactly the reason that we're not going to starve these animals out. Mm-hmm. Back during the drought in 2011, that, that even hit us hard in East Texas with a 45 inch annual rainfall that we didn't get that year. Wow. We trapped pigs all summer uh-huh. and I was amazed at how sleek the pigs were. They weren't in poor condition. Now, they weren't roly-poly fat. Yeah. But what that told me is when everything else out there is having a hard time, pigs will find a way to survive. This omnivorous diet, mm-hmm. they can shift their food items readily from one source to another. They'll move <laughs> to find food readily. And we're just not going to starve them out. It's like the perfect animal. I mean, it really is. It'd be a good date. (laughs) Hence the problems we're dealing with in 36 of our 50 states right now with wild pigs. Yeah. Now, everybody is seeing like the hogzilla. And there's all these Photoshop pictures. There's all over the Internet, you know, that they're so big. And now I know there are some really big hogs out there. But what is like the typical size um, that you're generally going to find when you're out there hunting? Well, typically, you're going to run into pigs that are uh, adults in the 100 to 200-pound range. Wow. Now, a 300-pound pig That's big. is a big pig. I yeah. don't care where you're at. And when you start getting 
typically well above that. I believe that those pigs have to have a lot of domestic background. Uh-huh. And they've got to have a lot of ready food sources. They're not having to spend all their time running looking for food. Maybe some cropland or, or deer feeders here in Texas. Uh, that's a whole issue we could get into there. But uh, a lot of these 500 and 600 pound pigs, uh, you know, a lot of good pig stories have been murdered by a ruthless set of scales. <laughs> and uh, you know how it is when you catch that bass. When you put him in the live well, yeah. he weighed five. By the time you look at him again, he weighed eight. And by the time you get to the dock, he weighs nine. And uh, pigs are a lot like that. You, uh, But a lot of good hunting stories have been murdered by a set of uh, weighing scales. Yeah. Now, is there any, since they're omnivorous, is there any type of uh, forage that a farmer could plant to repel hogs? To my knowledge, no. There's forages out there they don't prefer to eat, and they'll just leave them alone. Some of our warm-season perennial grasses, such as Bermuda grass, that is widely planted in the south for cattle forage. Mm -hmm. But right now, as we speak, I can guarantee you there's wild pigs out there on winter forage. Some of the small grains and rye grasses that are planted as a winter forage crop for cattle, Mm -hmm. we've got got pigs out there munching on that small grain pasture right now. Now, Dr. Jack Mayer, he was telling us that you have one impressive mustache. He was, he's he's pretty taken back, Mr. Uh, Wyatt, with, with your facial hair. <laughs> well, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> we, we like a man with a good mustache. All right, once again, we've been talking with Billy Higginbotham there with the uh, Texas A&M University. Coming up after the break, we're going to have Sarah Flanagan on, a young lady huntress who likes to take out these hogs with, with a, a knife. knife. Well, hey, we want to say a special thank you to Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mount Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com, and also Outdoor Channel. Excuse me, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Mr. Billy Man, thank you so much, friend. Well, anytime, guys. If y'all want to dig through those FAQs or look at that website, if anything piques your interest, give me a call back. I'll be glad to help y'all. All All right, here's a quick word from Mark. Jim and I will return with Sarah Flanagan in just a minute. trucks on wild hogs sleeping habits wild hogs simply lie down and sleep usually on their sides they will actually construct nests that they use for sleeping as well as farrowing some are very simple depressions and others can be quite elaborate oftentimes they simply seek out thick underbrush for security or root into a brush pile or down treetop for security in the hot months they will often lie in mud and or seek deep shade so have you heard aside from archiving our radio show Outdoor Channel is now carrying Adventures of Dad and Me videos. Check it out at OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Tuesday nights on Outdoor Channel is your home for the best big game hunting. For every type of trophy big game, I want to retrieve the beast for you in daylight. To the thrill of reality competition. We're just a little competitive around that turkey camp. I don't see us losing the little brother anyway, to be honest with you. There's only one place for hard-pounding excitement on Tuesdays. Tuesday Night Pursuits, presented by Mossy Oak, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. Need a gift for someone who loves to hunt and loves to read about it? Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls, third edition, of course. Find it at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. 
When I'm backpacking in the mountains, I like to travel light. That's why I carry Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet outdoor meals. These freeze-dried meals cook right in the pouch. Just add water. With menu choices like cheesy lasagna, teriyaki chicken with rice, and more, these meals taste great. And with a shelf life of seven years, they're also perfect as an emergency food supply at home. Look for Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet meals at a sporting goods store near you or at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. All right, folks, a couple quick announcements. Listen up. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hello. Hello. Is anybody there? Here are the boys. Hey, if you're just joining us, I'll tell you what, you just missed old Billy Higginbotham. Billy Higginbotham, once what a again. Great guy. He's a Regents Fellow, a uh, professor in Extension Wildlife What's and Fisheries. What's a Regents Fellow? Did he tell us? Once again, he said that's basically they're kicking him out the door. <laughs> uh, they're done with him. They don't want him any longer. Anyways, this is the 2012 Hogwash on today. 2012? Why did I say it? 2014. What year are you in? I'm two years behind. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Anyways, right now we're being joined by Miss Sarah. Next guest, that would be Nine Hog. Yeah, Sarah Flanagan. She is a wild woman that likes to stab pigs. That's uh, absolutely right. Sarah, how's it going Ed, today? Ed Gillies. It's going great. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. Now, uh, just recently, um, Outdoor Life published an article on you. I mean, it, it was such an amazing article, but you like to hunt hogs, and that, that's not so special, but the way you do it is what makes it unique. You like to hunt hogs with a big freaking knife. Absolutely. A big bowie knife, to be specific. A big bowie knife. Does your husband do that that way too? He does, but actually I wouldn't say he's as tough as I am because he prefers <laughs> to be behind the camera. So, oh. We learned at the same time. Yeah. Uh, we started with a family friend. It kind of started out as a joke and um, the guy asked me, he said, okay, we're going to go hunt pigs. Do you want to go with us? And I said, sure. And he said, okay, well, we had them with knives. I said, no problem. <laughs> and he kind of got a look on his face like, yeah, we'll see about that. So Anyway, we went and he coached me on how to do it. And first thing you know, I'm on the back of a pig. <laughs> yeah, no, the thing and is, you get, the, you get the hogs, they're, they're bait up with dogs. Okay. Correct. And then you get in there and what do you do? You, you, you grab the hind legs and get them on the ground. Is that the idea? Exactly. You grab the back of their legs. Um, or in my case, most of the time I have someone with me and they'll grab the back of the legs for me. And then I straddle the hog and you, grab it um, between their shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just grab that hair right between their shoulder blades, and then you insert the knife back behind their shoulder. You know, something and, what keeps coming to mind, you know, your parents always told you, and I tell my kids, don't run with scissors. Or with a knife. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Or doesn't chasing a hog with a Bowie knife fall into that category? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not the safest, uh, which is kind of ironic with my husband's <laughs> safety Coordinator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Now, real quick, before we go on with this, uh, Miss Sarah, if we want to find out more about you and your husband, Dustin, uh, and what you guys do in your free time, uh, where can we find you online? Check me out on Facebook. Okay. Um, it's under Sarah Alexandria Flanagan, and I have all of the Outdoor Life articles posted on there. And then the same thing, you can check him out on Facebook as well under Dustin Flanagan. All right. Now, when you're, when you're actually doing the coup de gras on the hog, is that mm-hmm. a very tough 
uh, thing to do, or is it uh, fairly simple? It's pretty tough for me. Um, I'm a pretty petite woman. Um, one of the hogs that I actually got this one mounted, it was 350 pounds. Wow. And when I bait up on it, um, the guy, our friend that I was hunting with, he grabbed the back of its legs and I jumped on it. And when he let go and it stood up on all fours, I, my feet couldn't touch the ground. And <laughs> Holy crap, I mean, really? The, in the video, it shows the hog, it kind of bucks me like a bull. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're just so massive. And um, so, yeah, the larger they are, obviously, the thicker their shield is. Yeah. So it is difficult um, to get through that shield sometimes. So you want to make sure your knife is good and sharp. Now, do you guys process your own meat? I mean, are you... What do you do with it? Are, what are you doing with the pigs when you're done? Well, we take it to get it processed. Um, mm-hmm. There's someone locally that does that for us. And um, I've been wanting to get into donating the meat to places. I haven't yeah. had the resources in the past, mm-hmm. but I would really like to do that now. Um, and so that's something that I'm interested in doing. But previously, either we would just eat it or, you know, give it to some family and friends to eat. So we don't want it go to waste, though. That's awesome. You know, like, especially down there, Hunters Feeding the Hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, such Absolutely. a great, great program where you can give back. Um, now, you also, you're into bow hunting now. Uh, yes, sir, I am. That is so yes. cool. My husband's grandfather, he makes custom longbows and recurve bows. He really? Really? Yes, uh-huh, and he's been doing that for over 25 years now, and anyway, I shoot a longbow. Really? Uh-huh, and wow. one thing that I like about that is it's, you know, the traditional bow hunting, and so, um, you know, to me, that's just going back to your roots, and really, it's more of a challenge. So what yeah. you're saying is Tiffany Lukoski's a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say that. <laughs> you implied it, though. <laughs> you also implied that I'm a sissy. That's crazy. Um, now, does your husband bow hunt as well? Yes, he does. Yes, he's he's been bow hunting for years, and he was raised hunting. His family, they, they're big hunters, obviously. Um, I'm really big into guns as well, and that's another thing that I was going to mention to y'all. You know, when knife hunting, I don't know if y'all have been knife hunting before, but um, you want to make sure that you're carrying a gun with you, obviously, because yeah. there's with the dogs, it has to be the right time and place that mm-hmm. you want to get in there. And that's the thing about it. It's safer for the dog's aspect if you go in there with a knife rather than shooting, you know, with your pistol at them. And I always take my... Ruger 44 mag, my nice. super black cock. And so that's my choice of gun. Yeah. So. There's a Bowie knife and a 45. Yeah, no, uh-huh. you, you, you jump on the back. I'm, I'm trying to get this in my head. You jump on the back of these hogs and, uh, and then you, you, you administer the coup de gras. You but shank the thing them. is, they, yeah, they've got these gigantic tusks. Talk about a close shave on your legs. You'd be great in a bar well, fight. Let me tell you something. I'll do it without having to drink a few Pepsis, as y'all referred to it before. Well, sometimes you got to have a couple Pepsis under your belt. A little liquid courage there. I'm actually coming up on an ad break. And once again, to find out more about you, I think it's it's absolutely amazing. Uh, your husband, uh, your uh, bowline. Uh, where can we find you online? Um, like I said, just go to Facebook and it's under Sarah Alexandria Flanagan. And then you can find more information on my page. I have the link to Outdoor Life and have some pictures of um, the custom bows on there as well. 
And then you can also find my husband on Facebook at Dustin Flanagan. And then check us out on Outdoor Life as well. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Sarah Flanagan. She is one tough gal. One last question for you. Does your husband sleep with one eye open? He's a safety coordinator. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, that's right. This is <laughs> <For> more than <laughs> one reason. <laughs> the 2014-2014 Hogwatch right. on today's revolution. Uh, Mrs. Bunny is coming up after the break. We want to say a special thank you, though, to Ram Trucks. The RamTrucks.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mountain Seasonings, H-I-M-T-N Jerky.com. Also Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Here is a quick word for Mark. Uh, stick around. Mrs. Bunny is coming up next. Miss Sarah Flanagan, thank you so much for coming on and stay safe out there thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it ram trucks on wild hogs they're brilliant wild hogs are one of the most intelligent species exotic or native found in the united states they learn to avoid danger very quickly and half-hearted attempts to control them just make them less susceptible to future control efforts they respond to human pressure via avoidance so bring your a-game well be sure to follow our tweets at twitter.com forward slash underscore otn and we'll return in a minute do you hear that? That's the sound of your next African safari with Kolobi Safaris. Experience Africa's sights and sounds mingled with true adventure of a big game hunt for the dangerous five or any number of plains game animals. If you've ever dreamed about Africa, then you need to book your trip of a lifetime with Daniel and Doria Dutoy, the purveyors of Kolobi Safaris. Hi, I'm Jim Ferguson. I did, and you should too. Look them up on the web at www. Dot K-O-L-O-B-E-S-A-F-A-R-I-S dot C-O dot C-A or call them at 011-83-280-7643. You're listening to Revolution with Jim and Trav. If you're just joining us, you just missed old Sarah Flanagan. That gal's crazy. She is crazy. Once again, check out her article in Outdoor Life. It's like girly girls slays pig. Just Google it. You'll find it. Sounds like a Saturday night at the Gillies. Don't, that is. don't know that place either. <laughs> I, I, you're like you guys been. You're like five for five. <laughs> All right. So what? Mickey Gilly? You never heard of Mickey Gilly? No. Really? What is it? It's a big old bar in uh, in uh, used to be in Houston area. Now it's up in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Gillies. <laughs> I have no idea. Can you well, just leave it? Christians, and <laughs> they don't drink. What the heck? All right, so anyways, let, let's talk about the uh, 2014 hogwash. Can we do that, Jimmy? Yes, we can. Or Jimmy likes to say hogwash. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I, all hogwash. So do you guys know wild pigs, how fast can they run? Is this a trivia question? This is what? trivia. This is trivia. How fast do you think they can run, Jimbo? Uh, I think they can run faster than you. I know they can. <laughs> and me. <laughs> JP can run faster than me, yeah. and that's your young son. <laughs> uh, wild pigs can run 30 miles an hour. They 30? Can, yes. 30 miles an hour. They can jump a fence three feet tall, and they have been known to climb walls. They can actually climb. What uh, they do... They like get in a trap, and so you don't, you don't want to have a trap with corners because what they do is they essentially get in a corner and they stand one on top of each other and basically climb out over the one over each other's backs. They they've That's been like known Super Mario they, Brothers. Yes, they have been known to climb up to six feet. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you know. But the thing is, you know, we we kind of talked earlier in the beginning of the show about eating pigs. You know, we kind of made it as a joke, but um, they're so tasty, and people don't realize that the processed meat, like the, the 
the bacon and, and sausage you buy in the uh, grocery, store. grocery store tastes nothing like wild hog. No. I mean, no. they're completely different. And the thing is, they're very, uh, very lean animals. Oh, yeah. Much, much like a deer. Uh, you know, the domestic hogs, they've got like layers and layers of fat. These guys don't. I mean, they're out there foraging. But the thing is, it's what they eat. You, you figure that uh, in like Spain, the prized wild boar that has eaten the uh, the nuts off these various trees as it gives a very nutty flavor, flavor to, to the, the meat. meat. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing with the wild hogs. When they get into an area where there's a lot of uh, oaks and so forth, man, oh, man, that food is just really good. Go out there and harvest two or three of them, smoke them. You got lunch. Yeah. Now, you do have to be very careful. And like we've covered earlier, you do need to make sure that you wear gloves, that you cook things thoroughly. I have that, a hazmat suit. Yes, that you wash up. I power wash Jim when we're done. <laughs> just, you know, use that lava soap. Just go to town. He has no skin. Um, you do need to be very, very careful. But it is very flavorful. And seriously, all the stuff from High Mountain Seasonings, you know, we, we I, I want to encourage everybody. This is what we do. Bunny and I and Jimbo, we process our own meat. We grind up our own stuff. We smoke our own hams. We yep. smoke our own hams. It's so simple. It is so tasty. I think everybody, they're kind of prone not to do it because they think, oh, it's really hard and, and frustrating and time-consuming, costs a lot of money, but it really doesn't. Yeah. You're living down there in the Houston area, yeah. right in town. You know what you can do? Go to Gillies. Yeah, go to Gillies. <laughs> no, you can go out, harvest yourself a couple of hogs, bring them back. Already butchered. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do that right out in the field. And then what you do is you just brine those hams and smoke it and uh, lunch. Yeah, that's really simple. You do have lunch that way. Now, do you have to have a license in every state to hunt wild hogs? Actually, the answer depends on your intent. If you are a landowner or a designated agent of a landowner and you're removing pigs, because they um, are damaging your property, a hunting license is not required. If you're doing it for damage control, a hunting license is not required. However, if you're doing it for sport, uh-huh. um, then or you want it for the meat or whatever, then yes, you do have to have um, a valid Texas hunting license. So actually, the right answer to the question is, uh, why are you doing this? I'm doing damage control. Well, you <laughs> yeah. think about it. Everybody is doing damage control. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, look at the... the oh, my gosh. But you hit ridiculous. it with a truck. Yeah. I ran it over with a snowmobile. The it's amount- July. <laughs> <laughs> Every state is different. Uh, you know, it's, um, depending on the population, it has a lot to do with um, whether or not you have to have a license or not, you know, because, you know, the there's 14 states that don't have the wild pigs, you know, but um, almost every other state has a large or burgeoning population, especially Texas and California, you know. Yeah, you no, know, it looks as though when I, I'm looking over these 14 states, they're all northern climbs. Yeah. Much. Alaska, the Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Montana, North Dakota, Rhode Island. South Dakota, Vermont, Washington, and Wyoming. Those yeah. are the only ones that don't. So it's all have of the pigs. southern state, the deep south, yeah, and then all the way across into New Mexico. And of course, I know that California been out there hunting, and they've got a large hog population yes, in do. California. Big problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, big problems. Bay of pigs. Bay of pigs. <laughs> that was Cuba. <laughs> of course, that was before your time too. That's also Congress. <laughs> if you go to the Bay of Pigs where Gillies is at, you're in. You're set. <laughs> Anyways, um. But let's say if you're going to hunt with a knife, you go to get your oh, license. Well, there's a thought. You, know, you get an archery tag. You can get a rifle tag. Do you get a knife tag? <laughs> I don't know. I've never done it with a knife. Like, I'm using spear today. <laughs> <laughs> the spear chugger. You know, there was a guy on TV. What the heck was his name? Manny something. And oh, yeah. Remember Manny? And, and he killed it. I saw him kill a hog with a spear. Yeah, he's that guy that was on. Uh, he's on MTV Wild Boys, too. He also has a show on Outdoor Channel. 
Really? Like Manny's Wild Adventures or something. No it, kidding. Man has impeccable pecs. <laughs> I was going to say, I never see him with a shirt on, ever. You can't put a shirt on that chiseled body. <laughs> it will just fall off. No, no. <laughs> no, no really. Uh, he, he can't use camo because hogs can see that well. And so he has the color of the skin of the hawk. That's that's his. Camo. That's what Jimbo's going by. It was a long ways to go. With I it. was better than Gillies. It was much better than Gillies. All right, so this has been the 2014 Hogwatch. You okay? Yeah, I choked. <laughs> I know. Sometimes when Jim talks to you, I throw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> we Heck, love so do you. I. You know, here in Kansas, though, we have done a very good job of curtailing the population of wild hogs. Kansas is one of the model states when it comes to managing uh, hog populations. Yeah, we've yeah. Got, we've, we've got a we have a population, but it's stable. You know, they're able to kind of control it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we closed eighteen bars, but not Gillies. <laughs> that place is legendary. Ah, <laughs> uh, so it is really. Uh, we gotta uh, get to a break. Close is coming up next. Please stick around for it. Uh, we want to say a special it's be thank a totally you. Different close this week. Yeah, special thank you to Ram Trucks. Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, Outdoor Channel. How about Bellas? World's foremost outfitter right there. Also, watch our videos, uh, Adventures of Dad and Me. Where is that found, Jimbo? <laughs> it's at Facebook uh, forward slash Adventures of Dad and Me. You got to put a dot com in there. Oh, okay. That's all right. Uh, check us out on Twitter as well. How about check out our website, uh, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Uh, listen to some interviews. Also, watch some videos. Uh, here's a quick word from Mark. Please listen to it. He's a nice guy. Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, we've got to get to a break. We're going to Gillies. Close is coming up next. Ram trucks on wild hogs, home bodies. Wild hogs do have some affinity to their home range, which can vary from a few hundred acres to several thousand acres based on food availability and pressure. A two-year telemetry study of adult female wild hogs with sounders in East Texas resulted in home range estimates of approximately two square miles or 1,100 acres. So for more wild game facts and hunting talk, be sure to listen to our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts, which can be found at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Here are the boys. Hey, this is the close. We told you it was going to be different. Here's what's different about it. We got more stations. 427. We want to thank those folks for uh, carrying our show, plus our advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Benary, and Frank the Sound Guy. I got to say a double thank you to Mrs. Bunny. <laughs> also, Dr. Jack Mayer, Billy Higginbotham. Hey, I understand that we're going to have a, a, another litter. Yeah, Bunny. Uh, you, you, you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a nice way to say that. Also, Sarah Flanagan, she's not pregnant. Not that I know, I didn't ask her. Uh, anyways, we will. Your local news and weather is coming up next, so please stick around. Get out, shoot a hog. Today, tomorrow, whenever you get the time. Uh, God bless you. We love you, boys and girls. We'll talk to you next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.